Come with me and you'll be in a world of cinematic adventures. Welcome back to Cinematic Adventures. We are yet again with Hello Doug. Hi, Jackie. Hi. You know what? The house that Sean Lance and Ace built. Sean Lance and Ace? Yes. Who's Lance? Who is it? What's his name? The other the other host. The other Vince. co-host. Vince. Why did I say Lance? I have That's no weird. idea. I'm so glad his name isn't Lance. Because <laughs> it sounded awkward coming out of my mouth. Bringing in NSYNC members and shit. Okay. <laughs> so, let, let, let's get to this because you were a bit of a cheeky bastard this week. <laughs> uh, this month is October. And this is actually a first for me. Um, actually, all year. This is the first time I am recording on the day it's coming out because normally I record at least a month in advance, sometimes two or three. This time it's coming out today. It's it's going live. We're going hot off the presses. Hot off the presses. This new shit. I asked you what your favorite horror movie was. You did foolishly. You yes, foolishly. Foolishly. Uh, Yes. Should have had better criteria. I didn't. <laughs> didn't see. No. Because you know what? I thought, well, with Doug, it's going to be something highbrow like Rosemary's Baby. Right. I was wrong. You were dead wrong. Completely. Well, I, okay. So what was really funny was, because I know we're, we're doing another episode where we talk about a good film, right? Mm-hmm. And with me, it's a, when you, if, if it was my, if when it's my turn to pick, just so in the future, so you know. It's either going to be a lost treasure, likely from the 70s, or a piece of shit. And yeah, this I didn't is, see. I was going with the lost treasure from the 70s. Hands up where I thought you were going to do Rosemary's Baby because I was like, that's around. That is he's kind of, that's what I was thinking. And I was not right. Well, this is also a lost treasure and also a piece of shit. Both. Talking about the Exorcist two, do, yeah. It's well, yeah. I mean, let's let's get into it because I I, it sounds like you didn't like it that much. Does it? It does. It sounds like. Well, I mean, I'm just judging by the twelve texts you sent me about it. I woke up to that those texts. I was like, I I opened it up and I was like, ooh, you really hate. Ooh, you hate this. Wow, you really hate this. And it, and I giggled and I was like, haha. Yeah, yeah. You, that made me laugh. You found this hilarious. Yes. Those texts were like little chiclets of mirth. <laughs> like Tic Tacs, like yum, 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 yum. You are a horrible person. <laughs> I loved it. It was so great. Oh. So Exorcist 3. Did you, you seen Exorcist 1, right? I'm assuming. No. What? That's why. Dude, I begged you. I was like, can we just do Exorcist 1? And I'm like, and you no. were like good movie why why would you do that why why would we do that it's a good movie why would we do that indeed why indeed when we could talk about the shit fest that is exorcist 3 Uh, i still mind you this is the same podcast that reviewed batman v superman like what was like through two three weeks ago yes but again that was not my choosing right that was sean's movie see what happens when i let other people pick it (laughs) <laughs> whose who shit is worse my this shit or Sean shit <laughs> damn it well you know what at least Batman v Superman I've seen that multiple times it's watchable it I is not watchable contest what? that Exorcist 3 
is it's not a horror movie. Oh, that is incorrect, Amundo. It is not. A, what is scary about oh, this shit other than the boar fest? You opened your mouth and like a thousand whores came out. <laughs> that is a lie. Unwatchable. How You're insane. You? You're completely you? insane. Oh my gosh. Okay, so one of the texts that one of the messages I sent you was this is so boring. If it weren't for the podcast, I'd have turned it off. Oh, and that yeah, is that was one. Accurate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's okay. So, okay. So, okay, let's let's jump in. Yes. You say it's boring. I do. Okay, this is a movie that features lots of decapitating, lots of defaced religious iconography. Mm-hmm. The best jump scare in the history of film. What? And wall what? crawling Ugh. wall crawling grandmas. Nana's without gravity. Nana's without gravity. Oh my gosh, you need to put that on a t-shirt. They she like old women who scale walls because they're possessed by the Gemini killer. Uh, uh that's still better than Batman v Superman. Really isn't. All of it is better than Batman v Superman. None Batman v Batman v Superman is a video game at best. And you know what? I would much rather play a video game than watch mm. this. This is, that's madness okay so what about the fact okay what about that it was exorcist three not even exorcist two it's not uh-huh. even coming off of a blockbuster right yeah no, you, threes okay, are you, almost always shit with the rare exception of like captain america three and rocky three and rocky three uh, rocky yeah okay so the so i'm sorry that made me, that made me laugh but like the um Exorcist, because I mean, you didn't see the first one, so I just have to explain to you very quickly. This has little to n- nothing to do with Exorcist 1. It has one very thin, unbelievable thread to Exorcist 1, and that's it. Like, And the rest of it's just eh, some character crossover a little bit, and so that's it. What you're saying is, had I been a fan of The Exorcist, I would be flipping tables after having seen this shit fest and been like, what did you do to the franchise? You ruined it. Well, see, this that was made before, like, fr- well, no, not maybe before franchises were a thing. It was 1990, but it's like, it's, but it's, they didn't, they, they didn't build universes yet. Right. Yeah, but it's like, still the so- franchise. Like, you still had, like, the Godfather franchise. Even though it isn't the universe it is now, you still had the Star Wars franchise of the original trilogy. Yeah. So you did, and you had Rocky, Actresses- which, like, was going to go on for, like, 100 years, which is what we thought. So yeah. we were kind of right. But- <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but- but yeah, you still there were established friends. We got to watch Rocky depreciate over and over again. <laughs> right. But like the no, but Exorcist 2, you ever see Exorcist 2? Like that's a flaming piece of shit. Like way worse than Exorcist 3. Like Exorcist 3, if you didn't call wow. it Exorcist 3 and just called it like the name of the book, like just called it Legion and mm-hmm. cut Father Karras out altogether, like nobody would have seen it. It never would have been greenlit. Because yeah, that's crap. true. Yeah. See? <laughs> Okay, did you watch? Okay, here's my here's my analogy about some of the performances, though. Uh huh. Did you ever? Okay, you watch Shit's Creek, right? I don't. You never did. Okay, so for the rest of the planet listening to this episode of a podcast that doesn't live in under a pillow, 
like so like for the 13 people that are going to hear this go ahead right all both of you for both of you who are going to hear this like so there's in there's a moira when she goes to shoot this crows three movie she has this sort of epiphany like hey because she realizes the director is making a piece of crap and she's like you know what everything's an opportunity to be good and she sort of rescues the movie i what's funny to me is i feel like there are performances in this film that are unbelievable like that have no business being in the movie would you agree with that like brad dorif is definitely one of them but george c scott as well george c scott definitely didn't phone it in when he did exorcist three uh he didn't phone it in but he was his character was so over the top it was was 1990 it was 1990 i mean the whole like another thing that i sent you was like he's gonna have a heart attack because he spends his time just like screaming <laughs> like all the time. But uh, I just wanted, like, I almost want to do the monologue at the end. But the, but there's a great scene when, and I don't, he's talking to the detective or something. And he's, he's talking about a detail in some of the murders that are happening. And he starts to have a very real looking panic attack. And the guy's like, what's wrong? And he was like, you know, he was like the guy. I the the. It's been a while since I've seen it. I haven't rewatched it. But like the, the killer had, like had. I guess he cut like, he cut the inside of the man's hand or something. He left a mark because he's supposed to be like the Gemini killer, and the guy, the detective's like, yeah, but the Gemini killer did something, you know, killed like marked his back or something. He was like, no, that's just what we told the press so we can, you know, so the police station would know a prank call from a real one. And the way he delivers that scene is very believable. Like, I was like, oh, damn. Like, he looked, you know, and it, it's, of course, the movie's ridiculous, but mm-hmm. that performance in that scene, I was like, oh, that's why you're George C. Scott. I was going to say, I mean, it's, it's George C. Scott. Like, he's not good at, he's not a shit actor. He's a damn good actor. So. But, I mean, yeah, he, yeah. he could have easily phoned it in for the whole movie. He could have easily been like just collected his check and went home. You there, know why plenty I don't of think great he found it in? Because of another tweet or another message that I sent you. The guy that wrote and directed this clearly intended it for it to, clearly intended for it to be some high art, but it missed, so it's just cheesy. I think in the production of this, they were like, "We are making a masterpiece. Like this is going to be some high art that will be like it'll set a new standard." For the genre but it missed so it, it's just but, like this no is- no it didn't miss don't listen to jackie it didn't miss. it <laughs> absolutely totally sets us dead it really it changes movies forever is what yes. it does yeah the exorcist three yes changed movies forever forever absolutely mm-hmm. it's like the citizen cane of horror right that which is why people say you know the what name anyone Juwan? Oh, it's The Exorcist Three. Literally, nobody says The Exorcist Three about anything. No, ever. they do. They do on the street in the hipster cafes. Oh, in the hipster cafes. Yeah. Uh huh. No, in the hipster cafes, they're too busy worshiping shit from like the late nineties, early two thousands. That's sad. Yeah. Well, that's sad. You're saying be sad. Eh. But anyway, the any this movie is uh amazing so 
let's go back to this incredible let's go back to this incredible foam here you know what i will say this it's amazingly bad okay so to your earlier point though the the writer and director was william peter blatty the the guy who wrote and created the exorcist Mm -hmm. and he the original exorcist director was attached to exorcist 3 but had to leave the project maybe because he read the script uh-huh <laughs> you think <laughs> and william peter Vladdy's like i'm gonna see it through now the ending the big climactic uh ending was actually like a reshoot. five minutes of horror that are in it <laughs> uh, see i don't agree with that at all there's but, no horror element in it until like the very end it's like a 10 minute scene and are you i kidding? was just laughing that, no no the jump even... scene that you know the jump scene i'm talking about i think about it and i get the hell shiver the hospital Did you watch this when you were nine how was this scary that scared the shit out of me and then the oh, jump cut like no like the hospital scene where the nurse is walking around and all of a sudden the oh and the people with the blank the person with the blanket the like supposed to be like the possessed cadaver is comes out with that scissor thing and then like and then just as it's gonna snip her head off it just immediately jump cuts to a statue of jesus without a head ah okay i know what scene you're talking about because i was i sent you a message about that (laughs) um (laughs) i said that may be p because you just uh, you had to have watched this when you were like eight, which isn't even possible because you were like twenty when it came out. Um, <laughs> I was nineteen. Yeah, I guess I was nineteen. Yeah. yeah. 19, yeah. Um. Oh, where did I say it? Uh, I because I mentioned that scene. Like I was, I was talking about it. Like right when it happened. Oh, you like why was this hospital closed? <laughs> yeah, because like where's the surveillance cameras? Really should have. Um. Oh, I was. <laughs> Right, you're like, where the, why is there no read, surveillance cameras in this hospital? I'm gonna read like a few of what I, a few of the things that I said, and then I'll get like at the end. It's I'm gonna hit that part. Um, dear God, this is boring. Holy shit! I still have 40 minutes left, and I already lost focus. I can't help it. My ADD got the better of me. This it's is like right. watching golf. I said a horror movie, not a snore fest. They cut the music. She's about to die. Nope. Total letdown. <laughs> that was the scene because like they cut the music and then she opens the door and mm-hmm. i'm like oh she's gonna die right because like because you know how horror movies have like the whole creepy build-up music well they just cut all the music there was no sound and then she opens the door and looks in and i'm like oh she's gonna die and then it was the jump scare that you're talking about and then she's mm-hmm. like oh sorry and then you know she just walks out and i'm like well that was disappointing <laughs> No, yeah, she yeah. didn't die. It was just a dude yelling at her, like, and then yeah. like, Mm-mm. and then it was like psych because even... then the the body comes out and like chops her head off, and I was like, yeah, I don't even care anymore. Like you just you, you let me down. You don't even have nerve endings. Like, your heart <laughs> has calluses. <laughs> that movie's fucking. That scene scared the bejesus oh out of me. Oh my god! It, I that like literally that was my response. I was like, the cut. They cut the music. She's about to die. Mm-mm. Nope. Total letdown. No, nah, and also like the was it? I think it's like three. If I'm not mistaken, it's almost like three or four steps of a zoom that happened very very quickly. When the body comes behind, up behind her, it's like da, 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 and it goes right to the statue because it it happens the so fast. Head statue, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh damn! And it also you know because it also evokes the child who who started this case to begin with, who was beheaded and replaced. Everybody was beheaded. Was they were all yeah, decapitated. Was beheaded. and they all got Jesus heads in their places. 
Yeah, is- from the statues. And it's just, it's not scary. It's stupid. It's okay. Here's another thing I wrote. Like, three people have been decapitated in this hospital. How are they still open? Also, why do they not have surveillance cameras? And finally, why am I watching this? <laughs> was- You're watching it for Brad Dorf. Brad Dorf, uh, who since by the, the way, he has my birthday. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You mentioned that. That's awesome. That's yeah. a that's an incredible person to have a birth share a birthday with. All kidding aside, my favorite actors on the planet: A. Gene Hackman, B. Brad Dorf, and uh, three slash C. Ian McShane. But yeah, Brad Dorf is up there. Like he with all the streaming services and everything available hiring people for jobs brad dorf should be in all of them he should be in every movie he should play harry potter he should play the millennium falcon <laughs> the, millenn- the millennium falcon's a ship <laughs> yeah yeah i'm telling you I'm telling you the millennium falcon will not ne- will you'll never you'll see it in a whole new light i already do dorf i saw solo oh yeah millennium falcon's a fembot now man it, you gotta bring that up and i guess so i guess this whole episode's about disappointment <laughs> now you gotta bring solo oh, in the oh, i man. did say another like my my next response right after was i have a feeling or no um welcome like, to the hateful is episode this a, i saw it so i'm sharing the misery kind of thing because i was trying to figure out like why are you making me watch this because <laughs> <laughs> i'm a hateful son of a bitch apparently damn <laughs> brad Dourif, as soon as he gets on the screen what does he say? He was like, did you know you are speaking to an artist? And he goes into the whole monologue about how the head can still see for a couple of seconds when it's removed for the body. So he shows the head, the body. And he was like, as a little extra bonus. And it's so hammy and over the top. It's wonderful. The that performance is so great. That you have a single line of dialogue from this shit fest memorized. Oh, it's truly disturbing to me. It shouldn't be. I have memorized the Princess Bride. All yeah, three okay, of the that makes films, sense. And like half of the MCU. okay, what do you mean all three of the Matrix but films. Why I, would you? What do you why, okay, I mean? now we're gonna go on one of your ADD fits. Like, why yeah. the hell would you memorize a single? Wait, you, you're gonna bag on Exorcist three? Yes, but you sat through Matrixes two and three. I have memorized those bitches. I love those movies. That's I look offensive. at the entire Mm-mm. major. Did you just say that's offensive? Yeah. <laughs> I look Mm-mm. at the entire. I look at all might as well just go ahead and say something. Anti- might as well say something anti-Semitic now. You're already here. Oh, now you're going to get into the ists. <laughs> now you're going to get into the isms and shit. Now you're going to go isms. full racist and shit. No, yeah. no. Well, if you like, ra- look, if you like Exorcist 2 and 3, you're probably racist. Okay. so i'm good so there you go right you probably hate somebody what does that say about you because you're the one who just quoted it what that no the matrix is not the exorcist you didn't know you said the exorcist oh did i you did you said if you like exorcist two and three Mm -mm. why do you think i agreed with you i tripped up yeah, no, Freudian slip. My own joke. Freudian I slip. You, you accidentally yep, exactly. you played yourself. You, you revealed. I did. Absolutely much. played myself. It's like I got eaten, eaten by the little cartoon alligator in Pitfall just then. Oh, my gosh. Could yep. you show your age even like anymore? 
No, I'm proud of. Are you kidding? I'm People proud of my age. I'm I, an old fart. You know what? I saw bringing up Atari. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I saw the good bands go fuck yourself. Like that's. <laughs> I am excited about my age. <laughs> oh my, my god. My age. My age is adventures proof of purchase. That's how old I am. <laughs> Adventures proof of purchase. Yeah, that's how that's... old I am. How old are you, Doug? Adventures proof of purchase. Wow. That's... Years old. Okay. I mean, right. I don't think that's a number, but okay. Sure. It is. It is. Right. It's old. That's how, how much that is. When you say um, when you say though, it sounds like decrepit, like I am a religion. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You try to make okay. me sad. But anyway, yeah, if you no, watch, you know what? You made me sad because you made me watch this shit last night, okay? Yeah, but my point is you Ew. shouldn't be sad at all. You sat through the Matrix 2 and 3. Like, I, I wrote a better movie when I came out of Exorcist 2. Like Anybody could have written a better movie than Exorcist 2. Not Exorcist 2. I keep saying Exorcist. No, no, but yeah. Matrix 2. Matrix 2. Matrix 2, you, first of all, Freudian the greatest thing. Yeah, it, it kind of. I don't know if it's Feridian or it could be this free plug. Large Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee, black with a shot of espresso. Mm. What are you sponsored by them? America runs on Dunkin'. Oh my gosh, you did the full <laughs> commercial. But if yeah, only the, we had sponsors. Then yeah. you know we'd get at least like twenty cents. I passed. The, I hope I passed shit. the audition. But <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, you know what? They listen to this episode, and they're like, if they listen, they're gonna be like. We loved the commercial. Unfortunately, it was in an episode for a shit movie, so we can't use it at this time. <laughs> and Had you put it in a review that, for The Matrix Reloaded, we might have taken it. I was going to say, to add insult to injury, you mentioned The Matrix Reloaded and The Matrix 3 Electric oh. Blue, whatever the fuck it was. It was. Like, like <laughs> The Matrix The Quickening. <laughs> like, You're completely I, insane. Like those movies were shit. Like, are you kidding me? Like, they had such a great opportunity. There was this guy. I remember in the Matrix Two, he meets like what was the original anomaly, right? He is. Am the, I right about that? He is the anomaly. No, he. See, that's the thing. You didn't understand it. He is the anomaly. The no, Neo no, I, is the anomaly, and he discovers that there were six more. Yeah, that's what or I'm there, saying. There were he six meets altogether. one of them. Yeah, but he meets one of them, and he's like sort of, and he's like a sellout, right? Like he's all rich, and he's got like, oh, you know, you're talking about entourage. the Merovingian. So you're going with the theory that the Merovingian was one of yeah, the original one, neos. Yeah, and like he sold out, and like, and that's, and I was like, wow, he's got to find these six sellouts, remind them of who the fuck they are, and then the real revolution's gonna. Happen. That's where I thought this was going. Right, then, you're wrong though, because the Merovingian is not one of the original neos. No. Most likely because of the machines, all of the Neos looked like Neo. So oh, every iteration, Neo is Neo. Mm. Neo looks like Neo. Um, and the Merovingian is a program. He is a program, though, but he was a program who um, who refused to get deleted. And so he built himself like a little bubble with these other programs. Like he built an army of programs that didn't want to get deleted. Um, but he is not. he's not a former The One. And you know that because at one point in dialogue, when he's talking to Neo, he says, your predecessors. So, right. Right. He said, your predecessors didn't give you in trouble or didn't give me as much trouble. Um, meaning all of the Neos have come up. All of the other, the ones have come up to the Merovingian, have faced him. He's not one of them. He was, oh, he's an yes. obstacle they, for them. 
Yeah, but I'm saying that was a great story opportunity. And they blew it. It was a great, you know what, what the reason, so to me, it is still a great story. The problem is it was told in a manner that because the matrix was spoon fed to you and they made all the money and like the studio was like, okay, you guys did so well. What do you mean, do it the what way do you mean you spoon fed to you? It was spoon fed. Like they literally changed. Originally they were supposed to be, the machines were supposed to use humans for CPU, but the studio was like, people are too dumb to get that, make it batteries. And nowadays people are like, batteries don't make sense because we understand computers. And we're like, should have been CPU. Well, yeah, but the studio was like, no, people are too dumb. So the studio had them dumb down a lot of the concepts. And so when they made, when they, you know, they made a kajillion dollars, the studio was like, all right, here's some money. Like, just make us some more money, make us more basically. So, so they had, like they you say, they had more freedom. Through. They yeah. had more freedom with two and three. Okay. So, and that because of that, like the, there were the restrictions on the matrix where that the studio was like, you got to dumb it down. People aren't going to be able to follow you. So in the second one, they didn't have that. So they didn't dumb anything down. So that's why the architect speech confuses the fuck out of everybody because oh, I love there the was architect. no studio I love coming scene, in and dumbing them down. I did like, you know what? I, I do like that scene it's, a lot. I, that's probably my favorite scene of the second movie. Um, yeah. My least favorite scene is the special Is the effects. techno tribe, the sex techno it's, tribe. No, that one doesn't like I don't that doesn't even really register. It's like any of the scenes that were cartoonish and special effects. I hated that. Like on the freeway when he um Oh, that was awful. shows up to save and you know them what? and he like flies them out Superman. Anytime he's acting like Superman, I that fucking hate bad. that shit. It's and also terrible like the, CGI. There was another scene where they're like that looks no different than the than the wall the wall crawling grandma in Exorcist 3. <laughs> it's when you know what I'm talking about. It's like the alleyway scene where they just start walking up the walls for no fucking reason. Where they start walking up the walls. Yeah, it was like the first time you see the guys with the white dreadlocks or whatever in the middle, and they, I, I'm, I saw it once. So well, okay, like, I was gonna say like they walked technically they walked up the walls in the Matrix. Right, and I'm talking about like no, but they, it looked ridiculous. Like it was like so. Uh, it was in The Exorcist 2, I think, and it was like this really bad scene where they're like walking on the ceiling and the wall, and it just made it was like, what? What are you doing that for? Like it was dumb. Like and it um, wasn't an it wasn't a it wasn't a like a very fast paced sequence. They were just sort of like, all right, we're just gonna do this now. All right, well, that's weird. <laughs> they Why do have a- scenes. They have like transition scenes where like there are people like like in the parties and stuff like when they go in to meet the greet the merovingian there are people walking on the ceiling um is that the scene you're talking about i want to say it takes place like out. it's not in the building it's like outside like it's very gray it's very yeah i don't know i i don't know i don't know what i'm talking about i know i remember the scene but it's like really there's a scene that's crap. like they start out in a parking garage and then yeah, that, they're going that, to meet the merovingian that's and they it. start out in a parking garage and then they go into this like underground club thing and that's where people are walking upside down. Um, that's they're probably. like dancing on the ceiling and shit. And, but it's just like a, it's like a segue scene because they're like going into the club. And then when they get in the club, like everybody's kind of all over the place. And it's just, it's basically, they do that to show you that number one, you are definitely in the matrix. And number two, these are people who are defying the laws of gravity, meaning they are going against what they're supposed to because you know in the matrix even though you can defy gravity 
because it's just a program you're not supposed to because people are supposed to accept that it's real life. So when you walk in and you see them doing all, you know, all of these people doing all these crazy, fantastical things, it lets you know that these are programs. So right. it's, that was like an information dump without saying it. It was like show, don't tell. No, this scene definitely was a shooting scene. It well, was yeah, because as soon as they walked yeah. in, they started shooting everybody. But it was, right. that's what that was for. It was to let you know when they walked in. The, like, as soon as you no, go But the wire work was layer, really bad. Was... My point is that the wire work was no worse than when Grandma was climbing on the ceiling in Exorcist 3. Like, it was At bad. At least it looked cooler. <laughs> it, it really didn't, because Grandma, like, oh. is... No, wall crawling Grandma was fucking awesome. It was like a oh. what-if-Aunt-May-was-Spider-Man kind of thing. But yeah, okay, I don't know. That would have been a better movie. Give me that one. What if Aunt, <laughs> what if Aunt May became Spider Man or Spider Woman? That right. now and I want to see and stop that the movie. Gemini Killer. Sure. Yeah. That's somehow and see. Okay, here's another thing. Here's a problem I have with a lot of like traditional horror movies. It's that they're really just like it's church for heathens. Because if you think about it, that's like the whole point of these classical horror movies. They're all religious propaganda. Like all of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? You're right about that. But you, but you didn't see Exorcist 1. No, because oh, I knew it was so- just going to be like religious propaganda. <laughs> Same right. with Rosemary's. Oh, no. I mean, pretty much all of the classical ones, anyone that deals with like a possession or like demons or anything, there's always some like, catholic moral of the story you know what i mean right but yeah but i mean but she does but she does bang across though like she totally masturbates with a with a crucifix and it's like fuck me jesus and stuff that's good yeah but who wins in the end me (laughs) also have you ever noticed in these movies this one is no different yeah the religious symbolism like it's, they can never yeah. nail it down. It's always whatever they needed to do for the moment, but there's no consistency. No. So it's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like holy water will burn one minute and then they'll like just Doesn't walk work the, the next. next one. Exactly. Right, right. And like the cross will be like something that they're scared of and then the next they'll just like, they'll step on it. And you're like, okay, does it, is, does it have some kind of symbolism? Does it do something or is it useless? Like make up your mind. And this movie did <laughs> that in adapting? the last 10 minutes. Right. Are they right. Gr- are they growing an immunity to Jesus? <laughs> like perfect example. Like in this movie, like he goes, you know, he goes in the room, the priest comes in with the holy water and with the cross, and the demon's like, no, no. And then the demon's like, Yeah, fuck that. None of that shit works anymore. And he like starts killing the priest and shit. And then the 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 cross falls on the ground. Doesn't then, he mock wait, isn't doesn't he like mock him for trying to throw the water out of him? Yeah, and then he yeah, burns yeah. up the the it's not a Bible, but it's like a like a book of like of like sayings and shit he's supposed to do to like to exercise them. Yeah. And um, it's like a how to, it's like a dummy's guide for exorcism. And he like burns the pages out of it. And I'm like, <laughs> he's got X, he pulls out exorcism for dummies and he's just right. like, right. And then that gets burned. And I was thinking like, should have been a Bible <laughs> because in yeah. all these movies, like the Bible is the most powerful thing. He didn't even have a Bible when he went in there. Mm-mm. Like you would think that, like, if if demons were not even one of those pocket of it, shits, no, not even right. Like, no. you would think that he would walk in there with like, like, take just like dump holy water, like rebaptize yourself before you walk in there, so that you're like totally covered and like make sure you don't Achilles heal yourself, just like submerge in like a pool of holy water, right? 
like the Khan family. You remember like the, the, the family that had like the, what was they called? The gold star family that the gold that, star. Family? Yeah. That remember that in the primaries in 2016, Trump had offended the Khan family. Like, they oh, my gosh, 2016 was 100 years ago. At this that point. dude had a constitution in his jacket pocket. Oh, I remember. You're going to tell me this priest didn't have at least one of those little Gideons from a hotel? Nothing? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you would think mm-hmm. he'd walk in, doused in holy water, carrying, like, four Bibles, walk in, put one on the dude's lap. Because, I mean, he is, he's bound. He's, his arms are bound. Put one on his lap, put one on either side of him, hold one in your hands, even if just for show, and then get to your, your proselytizing. Maybe put a rosary around his neck. I don't know. What yeah. I'm saying is he came unprepared. Strangle him <laughs> right. with that shit. Yeah, no, yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, no, that was bullshit. The power of Christ compels you, you know? He didn't even say that once. No, not even. Mm-mm. It was wholly unprepared. Oh, well, here it's what's weird about that. Okay, so the 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 ending was a reshoot, right? Cuz the studio insisted, well actually the secretary of the head of the studio was wondering if it was an exorcist movie why there's not an actual exorcism in it. Right? Right? But like so they shot the ending to have sort of an exorcism and what's really weird is that George C. Scott and Brad Dorf were very much into making this movie. Mm-hmm. And like went on record as saying that how sad they were that that didn't that they had to do the reshoot. And here's a quote from George C. Scott: "The studio wasn't going to be happy unless Madonna came out and sang at the end." You know? I mean, you know what? To be fair, without doing that, it's not an Exorcist movie because you can't call it, literally. You call it the Exorcist Three. You have to have it at wasn't least originally- an exorcism. Right. It's funny because it originally wasn't called that. Originally, it was just called Legion. And then they compromised on Exorcist Legion with the only connecting thread being Father Karras. And then, you know, then the studio finally put their foot down and said Exorcist 3 because money, money, money. Yeah. So that's how that happened. That's how that happened. But okay. So here's the other thing. Like, had they not done that reshoot, which, by the way, I could pretty much tell when it was because. Yet again, going from what I told you. Yeah, absolutely. It's the only scene with special effects. Right? No, but the George Scott monologue at the end where he's just like, I believe in pestilence and plague and infidelity, and I believe in you. I got it such a fucking over the top. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Oh, it's so good. And so at one point I was like, how could there be 25 minutes left? What could possibly be left to say? I was like, end it. (laughs) oh yeah i love this movie it's (laughs) no it's it's one of those movies that like it's almost like a fever dream like you can't believe what you're seeing and then there's moments where they're trying which you're like why why are you trying and and, and, you know and you'll have like moments where you're like oh that was a good piece of acting but it's in the exorcist three there okay i think that's why i love it so i'm just gonna mention some random things Snakes you just don't want to talk about fire. Exorcist 3. This, I'm, it's going to be about right, Exorcist 3. Okay. Snakes and fire. Mm-hmm. Um, priest gymnastics. Yeah. Old lady crawling on the ceiling that nobody noticed. Room full of people. Nobody noticed an old lady getting up, climb, walking up the walls, crawling on nope. the ceiling. Nobody saw that. She was stealth. <laughs> she was. A fucking police detective is directly underneath her, and she's cackling, and nobody noticed. Okay. Nope. Nope. Okay, sure. Uh, and then 
The she was possessed, though. Mom. God damn it. The what? Your daughter is about to be beheaded. Yes. And you stand there and just go, ah! Are you fucking kidding me? Okay. She I have a have question. Been in shock. For you. This she is going to seem this is going to seem a little bit racist. How have white people Told survived you. for so long? Told you. Because if your response to your daughter possibly being beheaded is to stand there and scream and not try to kill the person that's trying to kill your daughter, how have so many of you made it this far? See, racist matrix lover. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we survive. I don't know. It was I, the dumbest yeah. thing ever. <laughs> I don't know. It was dumb. It was really dumb. Like, yeah, I wonder that when I think every time you watch a horror movie, you gotta wonder about white people, period. <laughs> you just gotta. Like, you're like, why? Why are you so curious about that? Why honestly? How, why like, can't you run lie. in the woods? Why That's... can't you run the woods? Like you're wearing sneakers. Like you, why can't you? <laughs> It's not like you're wearing palms. Like, why Why are you tripping over that branch? Like, it's... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's part of the reason I don't normally like horror movies because I'm like, it's just a bunch of white people doing stupid shit that I would never do. Yeah. <laughs> like the Blair Witch Project. I'm like, this isn't scary for me because my black ass isn't going into the woods to look to hunt for a damn Blair Witch. Like, it's not... Why would that be scary to me? I wouldn't do it. But yeah. No. No, no you got... You know, and that's like pretty much the that's accurate for most the premise of most horror movies the only one i gotta wave the white flag on this one (laughs) the only one that i was like okay now this is something that i could see getting caught in was get out oh yeah well that's that's a whole other yeah i can i reserve that can i reserve that review you know what? You could have done that instead. We could have been talking about Get Out, but no, you wanted to make me watch the shit fest that is The Exorcist 3. But isn't that more interesting for podcasts? No, not no. at all. <laughs> it would have been way better to have been talking about Get Out right now. And now I'm kind of mad because I realized we could have been talking about Get Out, but no. But no, no. Way to watch this crazy white people shit. You are horrible. <laughs> I get, I gotta tell you. So when I when I text you about the film, I when I text you, this is one of my favorites. I was giggling as I was hitting send. I bet you were. I bet you were <laughs> like, ha ha. She's gonna have to watch this shit. That was yep. not. <laughs> and I pictured like I just sort of like half-ass played back the movie in my head. Imagine imagining you going like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah, that's. You're so wrong. Yeah, it was awesome though. So wrong. You come on, you didn't like one scene in the movie. You didn't like one thing. Like, do you have appreciation for high camp? You know what? If you're gonna do high camp, at least put in the effort for it to be like okay, here's high camp that I can appreciate. The room intentional high camp. No, the room. He didn't intend for it to be high camp. Oh, but yeah, it's okay. high camp throughout, so it's still entertaining. Whereas this is so dry, like it's not even campy until at least halfway through. Oh it's yeah, just so a you're bunch so wrong. of old white men talking to each other about stupid shit nobody cares about, you and are then so wrong. mentioning uh-uh. religious elements that again I don't care about, and then in smoking, and I'm like, why are so many priests <laughs> smoking? Yeah, yeah. 
And like everybody's um, smoking and then they're smoking at a hospital. And I'm like, so I guess oxygen's not a thing anymore and it's not going to fucking blow up again. Like, what? Okay, well, let me try to let me try to communicate the, the tone to the audience a little bit. Okay, so you have this like film that the pretense of the film is almost like um, almost like a whodunit, like a, like a like a cop movie. Right. Like sort of in in the beginning, detective like, lead. Right. And then they're revisiting like an old case because it seems to have come up again. And then, so that, right away we're going, and then it has the, you know, the creepy murder in it involving a boy who gets beheaded. And then, I love that we're getting to the premise, like uh, almost as the show is wrapping up, but like <laughs> the head, you know, boy's head is replaced with the Jesus statue head. You probably some, you know, pieced this together throughout the episode, but mm-hmm. so you have this like sort of procedural happening. If you forget that it's called the exit, you're just like, okay, Legion, right? So you have this thing happening. And then he's got to go visit this weird patient who turns out to be possessed, but then he doesn't know, he no longer sees the human that is possessed, but sees the demon inside of him, who is Brad Dorif. Yeah, but who, the demon does not, like, they don't even go devil's advocate where you get the benefit of seeing the actual demon. No, no, you just see a, a different dude's face. Right, right, exactly. It's just like he sees the demon and it's just a dork with, a, with dumb hair. Yeah, that's and, yeah. There you go. This and is so, not a horror movie. <laughs> okay. Just monologuing and monologuing like like you've never seen and like I can't even compare that performance with anything. And it's it's they they're sitting here giving you Shakespearean soliloquies without the Shakespearean aspect. Oh, just I uh, it's so long good. Long talks to the camera. Uh, so then and then we cut to you find out, like, you're like, well, how is he getting out of his cell? And it turns out he's possessing old people. Like, come on, how great was it when he was like, I, I wonder how he's getting out of the cell. And then there's just, like, this old lady in a cab. Like, that was it. And the way it's cuts right to the old lady in the cab is the funniest thing. It's Maybe it's because I, you know what, maybe I love it because it's accidentally the funniest thing I've ever seen. In your humor. Yeah. I I love this movie so much. I I'm sad that you don't you don't see the beauty in it. No, you're not. You're cracking up because you realize that this was misery for me, and you <laughs> get off on it because you're weird. no, 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 no. I want you to be happy. I want you to just walk around like I want you because we could have done Get Out and I would have been happy. I want your entire existence to just be the first two seconds of the Mary Tyler Moore intro. Where you're just like. <laughs> There's a new girl in town. Hacha. That's what I want for you. Unfortunately, oh this movie, movie did not inspire that in you. These episodes yeah. are chock full of 80s references. That's a 70s reference, I think. Mary Tyler Moore show? Yeah, Mary Tyler Moore. I think Mary Tyler Moore. It might have been 70s, 70s and 80s. Because I remember or it got rerun it. in the 80s. Okay, yeah, then I was watching the reruns in right. the 80s. So well, the nineties, the nineties were shit. I don't care about the nineties. The nineties were awesome. You take that back, you dog-faced pony soldier. Oh, oh what what was great about the nineties? Let's see. Literally everything: the movies, the music, the Matrix came out in the nineties. Seventies movies, seventies movies were way better than nineties movies. You know what? The seventies were awesome because that was when I was born. Well, the se- same, same, but the seventies movies were the seventies movies were just better and if you could say like uh, 90s movies were great it, yeah yes. because they all borrowed and referenced 70s movies 
Period. If you like, there's see not a the better eye mo- roll going right now. Okay, name one movie better than the conversation made in the nineties. I'll wait. Name one movie better than the conversation. Or or Dog Day Afternoon made in the nineties. You can't. Okay, you're proving my point that nineties movies were better. No, not at all. Those movies were. There's not a movie in the nineties made better than Dog Day Afternoon which was made in the 70s. Okay, first of all, when you get to terms like better, it's all subjective. You're obviously going to think that because you love 70s Yeah, I just want to... I just try to start a fight. Well, yeah, that's true too. Which is what this but. entire episode was because you made me watch a stupid movie. <laughs> See, I'm sorry. Man, I promise I won't do had, that again. We could have had Get Out. We could have had Get Out. That would have been an awesome way to start off October. But like, hey, it's we'll October. do it in January. We're do horror we'll do movies. We, yeah, okay. I think we're we're booked all the way to January, so I think we'll do it in January. How about that? So disappointing. <laughs> Could have started with Get Out. Would have been a great way to start off October. Instead, just like everything else in 2020. Here's this shit fest. Well, you could do Get Out with Lance Vince. <laughs> Lance Vince. Oh, my God. Yeah, you could do it with him. <laughs> First of all, his name is just Vince. Secondly, ain't, no, not anymore, it ain't. <laughs> not anymore, it ain't. No, it's Lance Vince. Lance Vince. Uh, yeah. We're doing Underworld. Are you doing Underworld? Yeah. My wife watched that. I didn't watch that. That's about the vampires and the werewolves. Yes, no, vampires and werewolves. I no. like it. I like the first three, and then you. It's probably really stop. good, and I'm just an asshole. I, it's probably great. I just I've never watched it. It's not that I was like, oh, this looks terrible. I just I just never got around to watching it. It. You know what? Is it like high quality cinema? No, but it's definitely entertaining. Okay, I made you. I can't talk about high quality. I mean, I can talk about high quality cinema, but I just made not you watch Exorcist three. Right? No. Right. Exactly. Right. I mean, we could have been talking about high-quality cinema, which is exactly where I thought you were going with it. Right. I was thinking, oh, we're going to get into The Omen. Or like, because again, Mr. 70s guy and right. high-quality. I was thinking Rosemary's Baby, The Omen. We're going to be talking about Damien Ooh, or some you know evil what a demon, children. Yeah, you know what? It didn't even occur to me, The Omen. Like, it was weird because I, I think I've only seen The Omen once, whereas I've seen The Exorcist three, seven times. Why, though? Why? What is the pro? <laughs> why? Who I don't you? know. I don't know. You, everybody has like that one shit movie that they're just like, you know what would be awesome right now? The Exorcist 3. Like, oh, everybody has that sick. crap movie. Uh, Come on, what's your crap movie that you go to that you know is a piece of crap? I only like high quality cinema. No, that's not true. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard this show. That ain't but true. you know what? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Um, <laughs> I, I like a lot of things that aren't necessarily high quality, but are definitely entertaining. That's my qualifier. It just has to be entertaining. Cinema only has to entertain you. It doesn't necessarily have to teach you or change you. It just has to entertain you. I so I got the. Can we just can we just talk for a minute? Or do we do we, have, we we're done with Exorcist three, right? We can just talk for a minute. Um, because otherwise, I just I'll just rant about how the audience needs to go go. Where'd you watch it on Amazon, Netflix? Where'd you watch it? I saw it on Amazon. Yeah, go on Amazon, rent it right now. It is excellent. Do not listen to Jack. No, you don't have to rent it. It's free on Amazon. If you have Amazon Prime, the yeah. Prime Video, you yeah. can see it for free on Amazon. It, 
And it's, just, it's unintentionally one of the best movies ever made. If you are a fan of watching paint dry and like you get to the big finish where it's like the, you know, the lacquer and everything like seals. Um, or if you enjoy golf um, or anything else where, you know, it's just insanely boring. Yeah. Go ahead and watch it. If you have anything else to do with your day, skip it. Elderly women climb walls and kill people. Woman. Just one. Right. One. Right. Yeah. She yeah, didn't kill enough. anybody. She climbed, she went to kill her, but they stopped her. Oh, right. She didn't they even stopped, kill right. anybody. But she climbs a wall and giggles at See? a cop. See? This is exactly what I'm saying. His description is more interesting than the actual film. That's what I'm okay, trying to but, tell you. Okay, okay but, it, but it has the greatest jump scene in any horror film of all time, period. Don't listen to Jackie. It doesn't. It's not that good. If you've so, seen literally any horror film, you've seen better jump scares. Okay. Anyway. Well, anyway, I just so I got the Criterion Channel. Okay. And I'm obsessed with the Criterion Channel. I cannot recommend. You do a cinematic podcast, so I cannot recommend this to you enough. The Criterion Channel. Yes. Okay. It's where actual movies, like when you go when you go to the when you get the Criterion Channel, like. You look at the Netflix menu and you'll be like, "Ew!" Like you're passing the ghetto or something. You're like, "Ew!" What? Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Okay. So, how many ads are you gonna do in one non-sponsored episode? Oh, uh, um, that's all. This episode, Criterion Channel, is available on Roku as a paid subscription for only ten ninety nine a month, which is the price of a cup of coffee. Thank you. Where the hell are you getting coffee for eleven dollars? Well, oh, uh, at, at in Criterion Coffee Shop. <laughs> you are or, such a dork. <laughs> I no, I'm actually just buying eleven Dunkin' Donuts coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh I ain't gonna gosh. lie. One after the other, just gulp, de gulp, 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 wee, gulp, de gulp, gulp, gulp. That's what you have to do to get through a shit fest like The Exorcist 3. All right. So our final thoughts, we already did them, basically. Mine is skip it, do anything else, and yours. Mine is I, I just if you just want to just eat all. Like, if you ever just wanted, like, to eat, like, a big old jar of excellence with poop in the middle, well, it's actually a – yeah, it's kind of like – It's actually a big old jar of poop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't can't even lie. Exactly. It's got got a couple of peanuts on it if you need to survive. But yeah, yeah, Uh it's shit. Yeah, it's total shit. There you go. All right. Tune in next time when we'll talk about an actual movie. I promise, because I'm picking it. So, yeah. Who's hosting next episode? Is it Lance Vince? You suck ass. Or Sean? (laughs) Ace. No, Ace was just a guest. So every so I've got you three, and then every month there's a different a different guest. So it'll just be like a oh, there's like a rotating in the rotating seats. There's one rotating seat. Yeah, that's why when you look at the when you look at the the banner, there's that question mark. Oh, okay. Question so mark. Ace was the wild guest. card. Yeah. 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 The oh. three the three standards are Vince, Sean, and your goofy ass. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a standard. <laughs> yes. And uh, so for this month, I'm like I the bronze it's gonna be standard. Paul from uh, One Good Thing podcast. Oh, okay. And I talked the Philadelphia story, which actually is a highbrow movie. Or oh, it's okay. a classic. So 
Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, we're gonna I'll end the month one. on a classic. We're gonna start it with the shit fest, and we're ending it on a classic, which is the Philadelphia story. Actresses three is way better than the Philadelphia story. Okay. Goodbye. Talk to you next week. <laughs> if you like this episode, do us a favor. If you're listening through Apple, give us five star rating or any other app. Drop us a like, and don't forget to subscribe so that you can hear new episodes when they come out. Thanks. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> yeah.